uh, let me start by asking about uh, a meeting that we understand consultation with lawyers that went on uh, late into the night. And uh, what have you finally concluded? Because I see some of the papers running this morning uh, with the story that you will not be, the public protector will not be releasing that preliminary report. The latest is that uh, they still back and forth consultation with with the lawyers, so a decision has not yet been taken. So, um, uh, as far as your lawyers are concerned, what are they saying about uh, the the, the chances of actually releasing that report today? And also, what is the status of uh, the interdict that was sought by President Jacob Zuma? Um, the public protector has not disclosed to us as the communications team. The information that we have is that they're consulting back and forth. Is the public protector's <laughs> office, uh, uh, will the, the public protector's office be challenging the interdict? Um, I'm not able to confirm whether the protector will challenge or not. I just know that um, he has until nine o'clock this morning to challenge if she so wishes. Well, uh, Halalelo, we're going to leave it there. There's something very strange on that line. I'm not quite sure what it is. And, uh, you know, there's some noise coming through in my ear. Uh, so we're going to leave it there. But I think uh, just importantly to bottom line what Halalelo is saying, they haven't made a final decision as to whether the report will or will not be released today and uh, that they are still consulting with their lawyers and there might still be a challenge to the interdict by uh, President Jacob Zuma. So uh, there will be a presser, uh, a presser later today by the Public Protector's Office and we'll keep you up to speed with that. And our apologies once again for that line. I see some other people also saying that there was something wrong there. So uh, moving straight along and still on this particular story, um, we are now crossing to uh, a representative of uh, Ajay Gupta in this particular matter, and that is lawyer Gert van der Merwe. Gert, thanks for speaking to us this, uh, to us this morning. Good morning. So what do you make of this latest interdict against the public protector? Is that a sort of action that you yourself would have brought? Now, you must appreciate that that the public protector has jurisdiction to investigate affairs of government officials. I represent the family, so they will in all likelihood be collateral uh, in, in a report like this. I've advised earlier in the week that we will not apply for an interdict since we won't know what what would be in the report. So our approach has always been that, that she did not follow due process as far as my clients are concerned. We've recorded that. It's no secret. So, so whether this application by the president or, and I hear there's a further application apparently from uh, Mr. Van Rooyen, whether they succeed or not, I don't know, but but our position remains exactly the same. I see the Mail and Guardian this morning quote you as having said when speaking to them that the Guptas are worried. What exactly are they worried about? Now, they are worried because of the fact that they've not been included in a report in which they should play a pivotal role. It, it worries us because I think we have a right to be heard before the public protector and we have a right to give our version. We've been declined that right. And uh, also, I understand that uh, you've also uh, written to the public protector. Uh, one of the uh, requests that you have there is to interview witnesses before the report is released. Uh, what are you hoping to achieve through that? 
let me tell you, there's, there's unfortunately, it seems to me, a misunderstanding of what the Act says. The Public Protector Act, Section 7, clearly says that when, when the public protector realizes that there might be an adverse conclusion against any person, she shall give that person the opportunity to present his version, and that person will be entitled to ask questions to witnesses through the public protector. And that's like it in, in any other court case. You ask your questions through the judge, and you ask the questions through the magistrate, and the witness answers. So, so there's nothing funny to it. It's a normal, basic, legal principle that a person can test a version of a witness. That's all. So I understand the public protector has uh, sent questions, emailed them uh, on Wednesday, asking Ajay Gupta to answer some of those questions. Has that happened? No, that's no, that's not true. Uh, we we are still waiting for the list of documents that we agreed on on the fourth of October, and I'm still waiting for the transcript of the of the evidence that was given. We agreed that on the fourth of October. It's still not been given to me. So no questions have been put to Ajay. No. It, it, Questions were asked during the decision, but no further questions were asked to which we can respond. Not only that, I must record that I advised the public protector, Mr. Ajay Gupta, is not in the country between the 6th and the 16th of October. So we receive some of the documents on the 7th of October, and that, that causes me unable to, to respond in any event, and she knew that from the start, so I, I felt a bit ambushed. And uh, so, what are you? What do you plan on doing going forward? I'm hoping that that sanity will prevail and that that we be afforded the opportunity to prevent our version. There's unfortunately the misperception that that we want to delay this. If 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 the public is aware of the fact that that we've not been subpoenaed, we went there on our own initiative, and we, on our persistent insistence, asked to be part of this investigation only two weeks ago. We decided to do that because we were exactly afraid of the fact that this report might come out without us. And, and that's where we are. We just want to give our version. Well, thank you so much, uh, lawyer Gert van der Merwe, who represents Ajay Gupta. And for further legal analysis, because there are many questions being asked about what is transpiring at the moment, we joined on the line by attorney Tyrone Maseko, who's a criminal lawyer with T. Maseko Attorneys. Tyrone, nice speaking to you once again. Good morning, Sakina. Nice speaking to you. Good morning to your listeners. So, legally, what does this interdict entail for the Public Protector's State Capture Report? Well, look, I mean, we speak of an interdict. As I understand it, there is no interdict in place at the moment, as we speak. What we have is an application to, uh, to seeking an interdict before the High Court. It's a, it's a material difference because if there were an interdict in place, then the Public Protector would not be able to release the report until uh, the interdict the inter- is disposed of. Now, having been applied for, um, it means at the moment that it's not in place. So technically the public protector could, I suppose, release the report if, if she wanted to. Um, that's a technical uh, interpretation. But the difficulty is that, well, is it the correct thing to do? And I don't know whether it's actually the correct thing to do morally or ethically in this instance. So I think they would be grappling with that question. Uh, they certainly would have been grappling with that question yesterday. Now the question is, well, when is the, when is the application going to be heard? Mm. Even that if it's heard on Tuesday, then it, the whole thing becomes moot because either the public protector would have already released the report or the public, the current public protector would not be in office uh, to then release that interim report.
So the Public Protector's Office would be well within their rights to release that report today? I think so. Um, I don't look. I mean, the law is very simple. They haven't put the, the application only nearly been put. There isn't an order in place, and an interim is only in order once a court has granted it. So there is no interim order. There is no final order. So there is no impediment to the public protector releasing the report, as far as I can see. And then there's also a lot of talk about uh, the application to bring that interdict in the first place. So is there anything untoward about that? Well, you know, we'll never really know, as a matter of fact, whether there is something untoward. One can speculate. I mean, I suppose the president would, could say, could argue and say, well, you know, I'm well within my rights. Um, I want to interview witnesses through the public protector, the right that I have. I haven't been afforded that right. I'm going to be prejudiced when the report, the interim report is released and it, it makes adverse findings against me. So I don't want that to happen until I'm given a chance. That's an argument. The public protector would say, well, you know what? <laughs> I've given you the opportunity twice to give me a report, your, your, uh, your version. You've declined, though, so it's still your own actions that uh, you you haven't been given. As you say, you, you haven't had this opportunity to make uh, to to bring your side of the story. So it, it's arguments on both sides, and the question is, well, are we going to hear those arguments before the report is released or before the interdict is heard? And uh, we're speaking to uh, Ger van Amerve, a lawyer for uh, the Gupta family, before speaking to you. And uh, he uh, intimates that the Gupta family uh, feels rather uh, prejudiced by the fact that they were not called to give evidence here and that they would like the right to question witnesses. And um, President Jacob Zuma also making that point about questioning witnesses. So just speak to us around the legalities surrounding that particular provision. Yeah, I mean, I think I have to explain the legalities well. So here's the problem. Here's the problem is that one could say, I suppose, <laughs> on one hand, depending on which view you want to take on this, is that you could say, well, the Kutas are jumping the gun. Um, they're saying, well, I just, before adverse findings are made against them, do they really know, as a matter of fact, whether whether uh, adverse findings would be made against them? Um, but, I mean, I suppose a lot of people would somebody say, well, I mean, we all know that it's about uh, the Kutas. The chances are that as the findings would be made against them. Now, then the question is, is there a, an actual right for them to be interviewed? I'm mm. not sure that there is. Uh, the public protector conducts an investigation. How she conducts the investigation is within her discretion. Now, if you if they wanted to provide information to the public protector, I suppose there was nothing stopping them from simply compiling a dossier, if you like, or providing information that certainly wouldn't be rejected by the public protector. Anyone can provide information to the public protector if they so wish, and it's up to the public protector to dispose of it as, as she wishes. So I'm not sure that that, that argument, uh, you know, is water. Now, on the issue of interviewing witnesses, I think that point has been well made that that can only be done through the public protector. So one can make the request, um, and the public protector can then facilitate, but one cannot direct. If you're, if you're the subject of the investigation, you cannot directly ask questions to to witnesses. Now, how exactly that's been handled, I'm not sure if that request was ever really made. And and remember, this is an interim report that we're talking about. I mean, it could be presented, and subsequently, the the person would have to continue with the new public protector, who would then finalise the report. So that the process is not done. On the other hand, I suppose it could also be argued worldwide as a public protector then want to uh, sorry, want to release the interim report when there's so much that's still outstanding seemingly.
Absolutely. Tyrone Maseko, pleasure speaking to you as always. Thank you so much, Attorney Tyrone Maseko, a criminal lawyer with Team Maseko Attorneys.